0: We are up to Lamed Vav amed three lines from the bottom, there's the two dots. So, the Mishnah was describing how if I'm not allowed to benefit from you, um, what's your relationship regarding teaching me Torah? So the Mishnah said, the Halacha is that you're allowed to learn Medrash, Halacha, Gemara, just not Tanakh, not Torah itself. So teresheb you can't learn from someone, but teresheb alpeh, you could. And the question is, what's the distinction? So the Gemara's first attempt is mikra, time melo, yomadanu. Why is it that you can't learn Tanakh from him? But teresheb ikzav, you could, not teresheb So the Gemara says, mishum deke mahanileh. The Gemara says, maybe in the location, what's the benefit? Let, let's say, uh, again, you say you're not going to benefit from me, but you want to come to the dafshir. So the is you could. Why? Because what's the benefit? Torah, Torah is l'avla What are you going to say? What's the other benefits? The Gemara says that benefit, and the reason why you can't learn Torah is because in that location they would have tutors. So, by you, by me teaching you for free, I'm saving you money. And I guess even according to Hanan, that's considered a type of benefit. So that's considered a benefit. So you can't learn Tarashibik Sav because in that location they would have tutors that you'd have to pay to learn Tereshib Ig So if you come to my shir for free, I'm uh, you're benefiting from it. Pe, what's the why is it okay? They didn't Tereshbalpeh was taught for free. Like it happens to be in that location in that city when the Mishnah is written, Teresh Shabiksav you had to pay for Teresh was free. So Teresh Shabiksav you have to pay for. You can't go to the Sheer for free because you are benefiting. Teresh was free anyway. No one charged for it. Okay, fine. That's the Gemara. So it happens to be that way. So the Gemara says Mishnah Mahanile Midrash Mahanile Amr Shmuel. But Midrash. Shmuel says it happens to be the Mishnah was written in a location where they only took payment for Teresh Shabiksav, not Teresh Here's the problem, my pasca. Well, well, why do you assume that that's true? Meaning, meaning it happens to be. It's it, the whole case of the mishnah that makes sense is dafka in a location where they take money for teshuvah b'k'sav and not Why is it that that location takes money for teshuvah b'k'sav and not Meaning, what's the what's the what's the pshat? It, it, it doesn't. I think my father is going to want to sit on the right side. I, it's a, it's a my dad thing, I, I could tell you right now. When we walk together, he likes me to stand on his right. I'm not sure why. Uh, on his left. He has certain heck So I think he would want to sit on the end. So, so anyway, we go to restaurants also. There's a certain spot of where he sits, where he doesn't sit. So it's, a whole, it's a whole process. So the question is like this. So My pasca meaning my pasca means, why do you assume that's the case? Meaning you're telling me it's arbitrary meaning when the Mishnah says there's a distinction between Tereshev Eksav and Tereshev Pet, really there's no distinction really there's zero distinction it just happens to be in the location of the Mishnah you would charge for Tereshev Eksav they didn't tar- charge for Tereshev and let's say in the location of another Mishnah where it was the opposite where they charged for Tereshev and they didn't charge for then it will be reversed well, it's, it's completely arbitrary we don't like to have halachas in the Mishnahists that are completely arbitrary and not based on actual halacha just based on the Minigam What's up. I'm sorry, yeah. I, just, I was late, I know. Well, what do you mean by charge? Meaning the Mishnah said that you're not allowed. if you're not allowed to benefit from someone, if I say I'm not going to benefit from you, I'm still allowed to go to your Teresh HaBalpeh peshir, but not to your Teresh HaBalpeh shir. So what's the difference? Teresh you can't learn from the guy. Teresh you good. So what's the difference? The Gemara says, because Teresh HaBalpeh, they used to accept money for it. it. was You have to pay to go to a shir. You have to pay for a tutor. So if you go for free, you're benefiting the guy. Teresh HaBalpeh was free. They didn't charge for Teresh Bapas. the Gemara says, my Pascha. So you're telling me that it's completely arbitrary. Meaning, it happens to be in the Mishnayis, they accepted money for Teresh B'alpeh, Teresh B'alpeh, not Teresh B'alpeh. It's completely arbitrary. It doesn't make sense. So the Gemara says, you're right. Go to the next page. How come HaSholat? alamikra shari shari The Gemara says, and this is, uh, by the way, a much broader halachic shayla, which I can't really go into right now. I'm sorry. One more time. One more time. That's fine. One more time, and then, and then I'm done. It's not that early. One more time. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it once and once only. So... <laughs> I've never seen, I've never seen <laughs> you should come every day for Mincha Shahris <laughs> and Shacharis. And, okay. Just to review one more time. Um, the Mishnah said that if Reuven is not allowed to benefit from Shimon... So Reuven cannot benefit from Shimon, but Shimon can still go to Reuven's Torah al-Peshir, but not his Torah Shavik Shir. So the Gemara says, what's the distinction? So the Gemara says, the benefit that you would be getting from the Shir is not the Torah, because Torah Mitzlal Avleh but the benefit that you're getting is that you're getting a free Shir as opposed to paying for it. So, so the Gemara says, what's the distinction between Tereshabalpa? Pah is allowed, Terishab Pah is not allowed. What's the difference? The Gemara says in the location of the Gemara, Tereshab Iksav you had to they would charge for. Teresh Pah was free. So if you go to Tereshab Pah share for free, you're benefiting because you don't have to pay for it. Pah was free anyway so why is it my pasca like what's the what's the what's, this, what's the shot? it's just it happens to be that they would charge for teresh like arbitrarily well, what's the reason for it it also seems pretty random I didn't say but the, what's the minute based on because then you're going to say like okay and if in another location because you read the Mishnah it might it kind of sounds like it, there's a binary there's exav is not allowed teresh is allowed but you read the Gemara, like it's actually not true it's just based on where they charge if they start charging for a gemara class then it's a problem if they stop charging for a chumash class it's allowed it's all up in the air in a minute, right? exactly so the Gemara says mm-hmm. this is a much larger which I'm not going to go into right now but the Rambam based on this Gemara the Gemara is saying it's not arbitrary the Halacha is you are allowed to charge for a Tershav class you are not allowed to charge for a Tershav the Rambam famously based on this Gemara used to say that for someone to basically get paid to be a rebbe is chil hashem and it's also and you have to know exactly how it's permitted over time that's that's not for now but the gemara is saying you're allowed to accept money for a tereshavik savshir you're not allowed to accept money so when the distinction between tereshav and tereshav peh is not arbitrary it's you can't go to tereshavik sav because you'd have to pay because that's the only torah you could actually charge for tereshav you cannot charge for now what we have to figure out is why can't you charge for Tershobal Peh? And why could you charge charge for Tershobal Peh? So the Gemara says, well, okay. maishna medrish d'loy. Why is it that you're not allowed to charge for Tershobal Peh? What's the issue with, uh, you know, the Rambam, he describes this, first of all, in the with the Persham Mishnah, but also, uh, it, 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 over here, it's brought down here, the Rish sugya that the Rambam says, that's why historically, Rabbonim, they had jobs. right? Bartanura. He is not connected to the wine at all. And Rashi is not connected to the wine, but they had vineyards. That's the Chavetz Chaim had a grocery store. The, the the Rabbanim had that Rizal worked in a pharmacy. That's uh that the, they had jobs. The reason being is because they didn't want to actually get paid for Torah. So what's the reason? Why is it you're not supposed to accept money for Torah? Because it says the pastor says <laughs> says <laughs> to teach you taira. I mean, job is to teach you taira. <laughs> And Moshe says I teach you Torah like God taught me, like Hashem. Hashem commanded me meaning just like Moshe said just like I uh, you know it was free uh, when I taught you Torah meaning you have to teach Torah like Moshe Revener taught Torah the same way Moshe Revener didn't charge you're not allowed to charge either oh so that's the reason why you're not allowed to charge for Torah Shaval Peh yeah so what's his name in the Mishnah then what's he saying you can't I'm not going to get hand off from you just in general I'm not going to benefit from you in any way, from, for, for in any way. And Hil- and halacha, he's no, 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 he's saying good. I'm not going to benefit you in any way but you're still allowed to go to the Medrash here because you're not benefiting from him. You're not saving money because they wouldn't charge for Teresh of anyway, and you're not benefiting from Taira because Taira is not in his domain. So, so okay, so you're allowed to charge for Teresh you're not allowed to charge for Teresh Now, why are you not allowed to charge for Teresh Because when a Rebbe teaches Taira, he's supposed to be like an extension of Moshe Abenu. Moshe didn't charge, you're not allowed to charge. Okay, so why is it Teresh you're allowed to charge? So the Gemara says... Uh, Rab, uh, uh, uh so uh mikranami so why why is it tereshav you could charge for it. why it doesn't make sense it's the same thing if you're gonna if you're gonna model after my you you gotta model after my so what's the what's the distinction so the gemara says two reasons first of all you're paying a rebbe who's learning tereshav kids little kids you're paying the rebbe as a babysitter which i understand Sometimes I've experienced that. No, you're, ba- you're paying them basically to make sure that the kids, because if not for the Rebbe, even forget about the Teresh of forget about the teaching them. If he's not there, they'll just wander out and they'll go to the woods, which has happened so they'll just go to the woods and they'll call me from the woods they'll video call me and say hey Rabbi look at the fort we built and then I'll be like where are you and they'll be like, we're in the woods behind Park Travis." and I'll say well you better get back here and I'll pick him up that's a theoretical hypothetical thing that might have may, may have happened may not have happened very specific no so the, the first reason why you're allowed to charge for the Torah is you're not actually mm-hmm. charging for the Torah you're charging for the babysitting so you're being paid as a babysitter Torah of al taught to older kids older kids don't need babysitting as much. So that's the first reason why you're allowed to charge for tereshavikzav. Now, by the way, the, the Ran does say that even malpeh, you're not supposed to charge, but you're allowed to be paid for the amount of money that you know, I'm not getting another job. But that's, that's a side, that's a side, let's put that aside. Tereshavikzav, you're allowed to charge for, what's that? What'd you say? Yeah, that's, that, that, that's the basic approach of, of practical halacha, that how you're able to get a, uh, paid for a is You're not being paid for the shear, you're being paid for, because while I'm giving the share, while I have a Rebbe nine to five, he's not something else. Okay, but even that, it shouldn't be a lot of money. It's usually not a lot of money. But anyway, so the point is, so the Gemara says the first reason why you're allowed to accept money for Teresha B'Ksav is schar is because you're really just getting paid as a babysitter. Okay? number two is, the uh, Rav taimim. He says, you're, pay, you're being paid not for the tereshe b'ksav, it's, it's for the trup. They're teaching you trup, which Rav Yechanan assumes is not a biblical concept. Trup, he feels, is not biblical, which the Gemara is going to reject at some point, but not reject. The Gemara is going to introduce them, maybe it's not so pashit. Rav Yechanan feels that teaching trup is not is, is not biblical, meaning, so the, the sukkim itself you can't charge for, but you're charging for the skill that he's teaching them, and that's teaching them trup. Which helps them read, which helps them understand, which helps them, you know. So, so the trup, the munach pashta, and esnacht, and all that stuff—that's you being, that's you're charging And why is that different? Because it's not biblical. because it's not a biblical requirement to teach that as part of Torah. So because so when Moshe Avinu said over, I meaning yeah, exactly, when Moshe Rabinu said you have to teach like I taught, he didn't have to teach trup. Assuming that's the Gemara. That. Assuming that it was not halachah mesechta, the, the Gemara. The reason why Rav doesn't like this is because Rav feels that trup is also halachah Masina, So it falls under that same category. Now here's the thing, Rav says that teresh the distinction teresh teresh Right, the distinction is that teresh you, you cannot you could charge for teresh but you cannot. That's the explanation of the Mishnah. Why could you charge for teresh Either a trup or you're a babysitter. Here's the thing, our Mishnah said what's the case? I always said the case is I said, Gavin you can't benefit from me at all. So he can't come to the daf class, but if I give a chumash class you can come. Why? Because I'm allowed. La- I- 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 I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, you're you're allowed to come to the daf class, but you're not allowed to come to the chumash class because the chumash class I could charge for, and if you come for free, you're benefiting. That's the case of the mishnah. Fine, perfect. Why why could you charge for chumash? Either truck or babysitting. The case of the mishnah is nidarim. That's a, an adult. Gavin's an adult. I could charge babysitting adults, meaning. The, the reason, if you're telling me the reason why you could charge money for, for Tereshavik sav is babysitting. The, how does that work in the Mishnah where the Mishnah is clearly dealing with adults, Pasha? So you're dealing with Nadarim. Right? The whole point of the Mishnah is there's a distinction between Tereshavik and Tereshavik, regarding payments. Which means, the case of the Mishnah, you could charge by Tereshavik, savah, not ter- charge by Tereshavik. Savah. If you tell me the only reason why you could charge for Tereshavik is because of babysitting, isn't the Mishnah talking about adults? Well, that's, that's, you could even charge the kids. It's even more of a Kasha. If you're talking about kids, kids don't have kids. So I'm saying, it's it, clear from the mission you're talking about, you're talking about a nether. If you're talking about a nether, Pasha, talking about adults. If you're talking about adults, meaning if the whole distinction, if it's a Trump issue, meaning what's the distinction between Teresh B'Ksav, You could charge for one, you can't charge for the other. If the reason is Trump, here's a very simple shilo. We're all here above 30, right? Everyone here is above 30. Can I charge for Teresh B'Ksav? So you're, we just said yes. We said, well, wait a minute. If the reason is trup, then yes, I could charge for the trup of terusha Sav, as opposed to terush malpa. If the reason why I could charge for terusha Sav is because I'm a babysitter, we're not babysitters here, which means I can't charge you for babysitting. What am I charging for? Torah. I can't charge for Torah. So here's the problem. If the whole reason why you could the distinction terusha and is the babysitting element of it, then isn't our mission talking about adults? I mean, according to Rav, the reason why you could charge for Tarshisha is because you're a babysitter. That would actually not allow you to charge adults. It would only allow you to charge teaching children. If it's TRUP, then okay, you could teach adults TRUP. If you don't know the TRUP, I could teach you the TRUP, and that I could charge for. But if you're telling me the reason why you could charge is because of babysitting, that would only apply to young children. That would mean adult children. It's the same. You can't charge for both. So isn't our mission of talking about adults because he's dealing with the darum is Tonsha based the Tonshab just explained personal. Okay. I don't see what the I don't understand what the significant difference is. But Mosha Bing was teaching Binning Sarrow. Well that's the point. One is if it's a babysitting, you're right. No, if you are the babysitting the trup? Well the it's trump the also, there's no trump on No, that's the point. It depends what you're what you're charging for. If I'm charging for the tyra you're right it's the same. I'm not. I'm charging for a uh, ancillary charge, which is either Trump which have doesn't apply to Tarish, shbal, tarish and, shbal, but it's not a in in trup, or babysitting, days. doesn't apply to adults. And the people that were learning, Tarish balpeh, were old enough that they could sit there. Wait a the the said, how old you when we you so a five year old can run out of the house. They used to learn Gemara at eight years old. Eight years old. They were already adult enough that they would sit. They're adult at eight years old. Back then, yeah. So the Gemara says the Gemara says, wait, wait a minute. Bishlam um, time the who? The Gemara says, wait a minute, if you're telling me you telling me the distinction is babysitting, then so why in our Mishnah are you allowed to charge? Aren't we talking about adults in our Mishnah? You're talking about? Nadarim? So the answer is um the cotton katani the case of our mishnah is a cotton right we always assume that the case of nadarim is adults why i can make another that the kid uh, i'm not gonna the kid can't benefit from me i don't like the kid and i said he can't benefit from me he could still come to my homish class and i'll babysit him he's a five-year-old okay so what is you, so you tell me the case of the mishnah is is children what's the end of the Mishnah? this is gavin's point the end of the mishnah says you could teach his kids kids don't have kids if it's adults, okay. The Gemara says, wait a minute. The end of the Mishnah says that uh, that that you can't teach him, but you can teach his kids. So if you're talking about a child, how does he have a child? So the answer is, um, the answer is, there's something in the Mishnah missing. This is what it should say. Lo mikra. You can't teach him chumish because you could charge. I, why? Because you're being paid as a babysitter. Pikotan. And that's dealing with a child that you made a nether about. Am I a but if he's a gadol, you can't charge him. If the whole Indian of babysitting, you can't charge a gadol. So then Malamdamoy, then you could teach him. Loyalaban of Mikro, you could teach him and you could teach his children Okay. Because Because adults you can't charge anyway, meaning if the whole Indian of why you the distinction township is is charging. And the reason why you can charge by Tershah B'Ksav is babysitting service. That doesn't that only applies to kids. Adults are the same. You can't charge by both. You can't charge either by adults. Now here's the thing. Right now we're saying again. We're saying that you're allowed to charge Tershah B'Ksav and it's either because of a babysitting service or teaching them Trump Okay. Here's the thing. This Bryce says the following. have a The Bryce says, Tinoikis loy koirin the halacha is that you're not supposed to teach a child chumash. The way they would learn chumash is they would take a Pasik like we do. You take a Pasik, you teach them for the first time, explain it again, again, and again, and again, and then, they, then they're reviewing on their own. The halacha is that children should not be taught chumash for the first time on Shabbos. Rather, they should just review. Shabbos is time for review. Okay, stop. The B'raith doesn't say why. The Gemara's assumption is as follows. The Gemara's assumption is, why is it that Chumash on Shabbos, you should not teach them for the first time, they should just review. Shabbos is just for review. So the Gemara's assumption is that this is not a practical thing. The Gemara's going to end up saying it's practical. The Gemara's saying it's a halachic thing. And the Gemara thinks that the concern is Schar Shabbos. Schar Shabbos means that you're not supposed to make money on Shabbos. Right, so if you work for me if you're a waiter for me and a Jew I can't pay a Jew on Shabbos because not I can't pay him after Shabbos for the money he made you can't make money for work on Shabbos the Gemara thinks the reason why you can't teach them Chumash for the first time they could just review is because teaching them for the first time the Rebbe should make money and you can't pay him for money that he made on Shabbos oh. if it's Trump I get it that there's a distinction right now we're assuming there's a distinction in paying a Rebbe that you pay him for the new stuff you don't pay him for reviewing now if it's for trump i get it he gets paid for the first time he teaches because that's when he introduces the trump of that pasuk which is why review would be allowed because he's not being paid for that but if you're telling me that it's a babysitting service that you pay a rebbe because of babysitting what's the difference meaning the Mishnah the brisa says oh you shouldn't teach a, a rebbe shouldn't teach a kids for the first time on shabbos he should just review the gemara thinks that that's to avoid him being paid so if he reviews he doesn't get paid he only gets a paycheck for the new stuff so he shouldn't get paid on shabbos it's so just review Now, if you're telling me it's a babysitting service, what's the distinction? It's babysitting, you should pay him as a babysitter. I don't care what they learn. Even if they don't learn, you'll still pay him, right? If it's Trump, okay, so you could say there's a distinction between the first time and the second time. The first time you teach them, you get paid because you're teaching them the Trump. They're reviewing, they're not really being taught the trup, so you're not getting paid for that service. But if you're telling me that it's a babysitting service, then what's the distinction? The Gemara says, again, if there's any questions, let me know, Uh, I was joking before. I actually didn't mean to scare you guys off. I, if there are any questions, you could. I, I, I'm happy to review many minutes. Oh, scary! So the Gemara says, "Bish." I'm the I over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I understand if you tell me the reason why a person gets paid is because of Trump teaching them trop. That's why there's a distinction between teaching them new material and reviewing. Teaching new material is what you get you paid for. We don't want him to get paid for work on Shabbos. So you do you do review. But if you tell me that a rebbe gets paid for babysitting, then am I in koyim mitzchil v'shabbes? Am I showing a there's no distinction between new stuff and old stuff. It's still babysitter service. Okay, fine. So the guess Gemara's casha. So the Gemara asks it answers the Kasha with another Kasha. This is actually I was I was a little shocked that like it's pretty posh I, I the Brisa says that you should not teach kids new material, you should just review with them. The Gemara assumes the reason why is because we don't want the Rebbe to get paid. I'm sure we've all been if you've done business enough in your life, you know. There's ways to pay someone for work on Shabbos, <laughs> and that's called havla. It's the massive heter. Havla means that as long as you don't get paid exclusively for the work on Shabbos, it's fine. So even if you, so, like, what's the whole big deal? Like the whole concern with a rebbe can't teach him new material? Why? Because he's getting paid. That's such a big deal. So so pay him. So pay him for the week. Don't pay him for the day. Okay. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking no, about but, but I'm saying, but then, but then but then like to avoid it instead of instead of avoiding it halakhically by just giving them a paycheck once a week you're you're making them new learn old material let them new, learn new material, just have them pay for the work that he did on Friday. Like, that's the classic thing, that's every every waiter, that's how you pay waiters. You pay them habloh, that's how you pay babysitters. You pay them habloh, you pay them for the work during the week, and the money on Shabbos is thrown in ancillary. It's not, It's not. you're not getting paid for that, you're getting paid for the weekday. And, there's, and the Shabbos is just agav, it's thrown in habloh, it's mixed in. So why can't you do the same thing with the Rebbe, like you're making yourself so crazy. So the Gemara says, <laughs> Just pay them with Havla. The Havla Mishashari. And that's a method to pay them. So if you're telling me that the whole issue, the reason why you don't want to teach them new materials, because you don't want them to get paid on Shabbos, this is a much easier way to avoid this. Just have them receive payment in a Derech Havla. Now, how would that be? So you pay them for the week, you pay them for the month, whatever. You don't, you don't uh, itemize each day. And and even if they don't show up on Shabbos, they'll still get the same payment. That's, that's what they do. The tanya, what's the Indian of Havla, which is mixing in Schach Shabbos? If you hire a babysitter or lishmeres or to watch your animals, or lishmeres to watch over your field, ainoy You can't pay them for the work on Shabbos. This is if they're Jews, by the way. The whole issue—it's the issue—the Isser the is on the receiving of the money, not the payer. So if it's a go, you could pay for sure. There's no problem. Lafika go to the next page. Im Now because you can't work on Shabbos, because you can't receive money on Shabbos, that would also mean that if something were to happen to the animal on Shabbos, I wouldn't have to pay because I'm not a worker for you, right? If you if you think that this is allowed and you hire me to work on Shabbos, which is usser, and then something happens to the animal, I don't have to pay because I'm not actually hired. If an animal gets lost, I'm not responsible. But if instead of just paying me for Shabbos, you pay me for the week, you pay me for the month, you pay me for the year, you could throw in the money for Shabbos, uh, you know, undercover. And therefore, if something were to happen to the animal, I would be responsible because I am working for you. Now, here's the kasha. So if that's the case said, so why can't I do that? So what does it tell you? It tells you that the reason why the Rebbe is not supposed to teach him new material has nothing to do with Chash It's a side issue. And it's an issue that is not related to our Sugiyo whatsoever. What's the reason why we don't teach them new material on Shabbos? It has nothing to do with payment. It has nothing to do... It's two simple reasons. I'll read you this. It's a shaila in in explanation what this means. I'll go with uh, with the Rashi. And he says, The reason is because Shabbos is meant for the parents to be with their kids. It's meant for you to hang out with your kids. If fathers back then, if they knew that the kid was supposed to learn new material, they wouldn't want to bother them. And they wouldn't bother them. The kid would stay in the base Medrash all week, all all day. And that's not good. Oye Shabbos, the fathers and the kids should hang out. So if it's just review, the father's not as worried to bother because the kid knows it so well. But if it's new material, it would be one of those, you knock on the door and the kid would be like, I'm doing new stuff, Go, go away. And that, that's not Enoch that's Shabbos. That's the first thing. It shows you also how things have changed. <laughs> that like the, the, the parents are afraid to bother and the kids don't want to be bothered also. Okay, interesting. <laughs> A second reason is, the reason why we don't have the kids learn new materials, learning new materials is, 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 is taxing on the body. And because the kids are eating a lot more than they do normally, they used to not eat a lot during the week they had have a lot of food. Shabbos used to eat a lot. Anytime you eat more more than you normally do, it's hurting on the stomach. It's Shinoi Vesas. Changing in in, in routine is Tchil causes stomach issues. So already on Shabbos, they didn't feel so well. So now you're going to have them learn new material which is already taxing and they're not feeling so great. Like, make, give, give, give them a day off. Give them a day off. It has nothing to do with Shabbos. Just give them a day off. Okay. He's in the car for stomach issues. <laughs> yeah. Also, we have this uh, Kehanim. Uh, you have this one, or Kehanim. Kehanim always. They had stomach issues, right? In Yuma, That uh, I don't know where. They had stomach issues because they would walk barefoot and they would eat a lot of meat. The Rabbonim also historically always had uh, had uh, stomach issues. Um, the Gemara says, okay. So we had two reasons why you're allowed to charge for Torah and not One is because of babysitting, and one is for trup. Lamanda amar piece of time in my time. What's the reason why the one who says uh, trup didn't say babysitting? That's a good reason. Babysitting is a good reason. The answer is kasaver is and shimer. The Mishnah doesn't make a distinction between boys and girls. It sounds like they would charge for both boys and girls, teaching them ta- Tanakh for boys and girls. They would charge the same. Girls don't need babysitting. The Gemara says the Rashi says girls are responsible and more and they're not just going to by the way what does it mean babysitting Like we're afraid of the kids getting hurt Rashi says they were afraid the boys would go and damage the city so it's not like us are you afraid the kids are going to get out and like, get kidnapped no, they were actually afraid the kids would just leave the building and just destroy the city so you'd have to have a babysitter to make sure the kids stay in the building the problem is says, the reason why Rav Yechum doesn't like that is because he says if it's a babysitting service then why am I allowed to charge for girls there's no distinction, in boys and girls. You can charge for both. Now, girls don't destroy cities. They stay inside, and they're much more, they're, they're much more responsible and mature. So it must be. It has nothing to do with babysitting. Because if it's babysitting, there should be a distinction in boys and girls. So a That's a trap. That's why it has to be a trap. So trap is the same. There's no distinction, so in boys and girls. Be? Yes, I, I did think about this, but the truth is, the Gemara in even the Gemara in Saita, which we once talked about, even the Gemara in Saita talks about how the Gemara that was against teaching Torah to women, historically was definitely okay, even though it's an indication of the Chavaz that maybe it was historically Bidyevet, but uh, even nowadays, the you see that they would teach him Tarach. Fine. So that's a, that's the reason why Rav didn't like the reason for babysitting. Now, my time, my time, of time. Why not like Why did he not like the Trump answer? The answer is because piece of time He holds that Trump is a biblical responsibility of Torah, meaning it's a biblical concept and it's something Moshe Rabbeinu gave over. The whole of the reason what is is, is a, the reason why you can't charge is because you have to be like Moshe Rabbeinu. So Trump eh, Trump's not included in in limit the Rav, Rav doesn't like this, because he says, no, Trop is a biblical concept, it was given over by Moshe Rabbeinu, so there's zero distinction between Trap that you could charge for, and Tanakh that you can't charge for, therefore it must be a babysitting service. The Apostle says that when Ezra taught over the Torah to the Jewish people, the Apostle says, he read from the Torah to the Kim, in a, in a way of uh, in a way of understanding, the Yavinu be Mikra, and they understood the the pasuk. So each word is teaching another thing that Ezra gave over. The Yikru b'Seif etayris lekim zemikra. That's the pasuk. Mefurash is a targum. Veshum seichel elu apsukim. That's uh, that's trap. So you see that Ezra gave it over. It's part of the mesaira of Talmud Torah. am Yavinu be Apsukim. I'm sorry, that's the end of the pasuk where the pasuk starts or the pasuk ends. The mikra Mikras a piece of time. That's the trap. Oh. But Amri Law, and some say Elo Messiris. it's actually not referring to Trump. It's referring to the Messiris of the Korean Ksiv. Some words are written one way, read another way. That was given over by Ezra. How about the little markings on, on the top of the letters? What they called, uh, the, the Tagim, the Tagim Menach. Well, the Gemara says that Rav Akiva was able to Darshan them. The implication right. is that not everybody was. That's the Gemara message. Now, just to finish this topic, um, Amr micro Yitzchak, Mikra Seifrim. he says the following concepts there's there's like eight halgam in, the, in the, for each line each region has a different approach but i'll go with microsophrum microsophrum is how to read the words there's certain words that are um, the word aretz is it aretz is it eretz there's no trap there's no there's no uh, there's no um, there's no vowelization. Uh, is it mitzrim or mitzraim there's no vowelization for this because it's just the same it's the same letters can be read so microsophrim is allahumashmesnai Itter sofrim, the Gemara is going to play in itter sofrim means the order of the pasuk. It's also, meaning it just I, I, you're like, Yeah, of course, it's the pasuk. It just goes to show you every word and the order that they're in. It's a of what this means. The way Rashi explains it is that there are certain words in the pasuk where if you were to write them, maybe you'd write them more reversed. It's written the way the Hashem wanted. That's also a Krian. Kri and Ksiv, and Ksiv and Kri. Now, Kri and Ksiv we have... Well, Kri and Ksiv we have... In Tanakh, you have sometimes, not in Ta, but in Nach, you have sometimes where a word is inserted even though it's not there. You don't have it in the Torah, but you have it in Nevim and Ksuvim. And you have the opposite, where the word is there and it's not read at all. None of that is in Tanakh, is in the Torah, but in Nach you have it. And the Gemara is going to give examples. That's all Halachim Hesh um Meshiv What's an example? Mikra Seifrim. means how it's read. That's Aretz, Shemayim, Mitzrayim. Again, mitzrim, Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim, Shemim, Shemayim. It could be read different ways. Aretz, Eretz. How it's read is Halach Mesh Sina. Okay. The vowelization. Itir Seifrim. That's Acher Tavayru Acher Telech Acher Ta'asef, Kod Mushar Macher, Noigim Tukosak Karikel. Those are all examples. The way Rashi explains them is that instead of Acher Taviru, it could have been Ta'aviru Acher. It's the same, it has the same meaning, but the order of the words. Be, yeah. it, but it's already in the Torah. Yeah, I mean, Correct. Right. So I, it has to be, the means that the order of the psukim themselves was ordained by Moshe, meaning it's not up for interpretation. Meaning it's not up for playing around. You, every word, it's another way of backing up that every word of the Torah was written in the order in the way that Moshe Vinah wanted. I, That's why I you have to say, because I've, I've been bothered by this all. all all night, I, so I, whatever, I checked up last night, I couldn't find, because you're right, it's halachamash right. mesinai and it's the words, meaning right. the words themselves are halachamash m- mesinai. they are, supposed to the kudus, they're not there. So they're Correct, not there. this is more of a an added chiddush. But, yeah, I, I, I've been, yeah, I, I, I didn't understand this too much. I'm going to keep looking for change it. Things around. Yeah, no, so don't. exactly, exactly. Halachamash hal- mesinai, is that you don't change the words. The next one is krival Siv, hal- which hal- means it's red, but it's not in the Pasuk. It's inserted in the pasuk the way it's read, but it's not actually there in the actual text. Now that is not found in Torah, but it's found in Nevi'im. paras de belechdoi. The first one is the word paras. Is there? It's not. It's not actually. If you actually look um, in the, if you have the Torah or Hashalim on the bottom the pesukim, so they actually just add the word paras in brackets. Pras. It's not actually there in the actual Tanakh. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, another one. Ish kasha yishal ish betvare the Kim. The word ish is added. "Boim The word boim is added. La de hugad." As de hagerhugat. Eli de hagoiren. Eli de hasaren. Those are all examples. If you actually look, they're, they're, it doesn't happen in Torah, but in Avim you have words that are inserted that are not actually written in the text. They're kri v'laiksiv. Like in Tanach, in Torah, we have Creuk Siv, which is it's written one way but read another. This is where it's not written there; it's just read. And then you have the opposite, which is it's it's read but it's not actually it's written but it's not actually read, where the the word is there but you skip it. And the last one is Elukri Xivin Veloikrian. These are in the Pasek, but you're not supposed to read them. No deviislach, go to the next page. Zois Damitzva, Yajta da Doyrech, Khamesh de Pasnegevam, the Chigoil Halein, Xivin Vloikrian. If you look at all these Psukim, like the first one, Zois Hamitza Khum Shoshim, Ashadab Shamalishta, the first word is the word Zois is in brackets. It's not actually read. It's there, but it's not actually read. I right, we'll stop here. Why wouldn't we use words out? Asalaamu <laughs> Alaikum, Masinah. But
1: what?
0: Do we have any time for No. Not to matter. Recording stopped. Maybe each-